You know that moment when everything finally clicks? You've been pondering, you've been working, you've been thinking, and then all of a sudden, there it is. It all makes sense and you've got the words to say, and now you're just looking to find more of the people you need to speak those words to. Well, that's what we're going to discuss today and what that means coming from me to you, my dear podcast listener, on this installment of the Jim's Toy Box official podcast. You may think I'm faster, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm positive, but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left in me still. And welcome to the show, everyone. I am Jim Bumgardner, and I actually know more about who that guy is now. And that's what we're going to discuss in this edition of the Jim Soybox podcast, because it literally all clicked in my head today. See, now, if you've been following the podcast, you've been following the JimSoybox.com blog, and then some of the other newer things that have been kind of eking and creeping out from me, it's been a journey. And like all journeys, there's all kinds of twists and turns that happen. And the thing that really finally popped in my head came after a lot of steps. One of them being is there were... I retreated back into my shell over the past two years, more so than I realized. And I say this because I almost bet that a good majority of you out there have done the same thing because the world has completely changed from where we were two years ago. It's different, period. The things we're facing now, different, period. Not that we haven't been through similar things in the past. However, the past is a great tool and teacher, but it isn't where we are right now. So we got to work on right now because legitimately that is the only thing that matters. We can look towards the future, but I saw a great quote, uh, I do believe it was from Alan Watts, that when it comes to tis the fool who puts all the hope into tomorrow. And that can sound to some um, a little insulting in a way because you got to hope for the future. Yes, you do. You've got to hope for the future. But more importantly, you've got to live for the right now. Because this is all you got. That's why this podcast is happening right now at this moment. Because I know for me, it's the time to really grab life by the horns and really go after the things in life that is truly what drives me. Not only on a personal level, but also on a professional level. And that was the big thing. I've been trying to find my place back in the professional world again in doing what I do. Let me back that up just a little bit. You see, for the better part of 30 years, I was involved in the radio and television industry, okay, on air, in the production room, a little bit of sales here and there, never really cared for the sales aspect of it. Now, why is that? Because that's what paid the bills, right? Because I didn't like the method in which sales were done and the promises that were made to people who were spending their money. Now, I had no qualms about the content that I was creating. There's a big word there that comes into play. But uh, because I made sure that whatever I could do inside of the particular medium, it would be to the best of its return on investment for a client. OK, and that was great. But then as the years in technologies and everything's changed, I found myself having to. OK, well, what's what are we doing now? What are we doing now? How are we doing this? And long story short, I bombarded myself with too much information too many times and escaped. I say escape, actually, I ran away from my own creativity, and that was a huge mistake. So I've been fighting back and throwing things at the wall, it seems, trying to get back to that. 
like grabbing a hold of that creative muscle that's fueled by the power of imagination, which I firmly believe is the window from the soul. Okay? And that's what I was doing. And I was whew, trying to get back there. And now I have. And it came by way of a few outreaches that I put together that some of you may have seen when it came to a, a blogging video series to teach you guys and anyone out there who is interested in learning how to create content. There's that word again. That word finally clicked in my head. It's one of those things to where you don't, you, you know what you're doing, you know how you do it and so on, but you didn't realize that the definition or the word that defines the definition changed. In radio, television, and some online stuff, I was a content creator. What? What is that? Well, that's what I've been doing my whole life and didn't realize it. Now I do. So I can say that word now. I can. I don't like labels. I got sick of labels. Labels get on my nerves. If you get too sucked into a label uh, or a title, you can find yourself getting trapped in it or, or labeled in a way in which it mislabels you. And I didn't want that. So I do embrace this one, though. Content creator. Because that's what I've done with my blogging. That's what I've done with radio shows. That's what I've done with television shows, news reports, feature reports. All that stuff was all content. Didn't look at it that way because the word I was stuck on was programming. Programming. Now I know that's the same thing as content. Sort of like when I first got into blogging, understanding that blogging was simply writing. Writing for an online presentation. Again, words matter, and they can get confusing if you're not careful. Again, I'm 48 years old, right? <clears throat> Seen a lot of changes in the industry and in the forms of information distribution and entertainment distribution. And it can be sort of confusing if you think about it too hard, which I did. But to the average Joe out there, it's just the way things are. You don't think about it. Well, in my head, I kept trying to, like, <laughs> figure it out, you know. Uh, real little, quick little story there. Uh, was on Netflix. I was watching the uh, flick U.S. Marshals. Funny to think that movie is as old as it is now, but that was like 90, 98, I believe. Uh, 97, 98. Anyway, Tommy Lee Jones, Robert Downey Jr., Wesley Snipes. And it was funny because at the beginning of the movie, and they had the big bust they did, and then they, the U.S. Marshals, they all met up at their local bar, and then uh, they all just kind of woo woo, we're on TV because the TV was on in the bar. And I remember when that was a big deal. Do you remember when that was a big deal? If you got on television or you heard your name on the radio or you called in to make a request and the disc jockey recorded you making that request and sending that shout out to that person. But those don't have that same impact anymore. And it's not a matter of me saying this to hold on to the past. Not at all. It's a matter of acknowledging what once was that isn't so much relevant today. To be on television in some circles is still, you know, you're like, hey, man, check it out, I'm on TV. But it's not the same as it once was because, well, you've got kids today who have been born into a world with a full-scale television production facility in their pocket. I'm using one right now to record this podcast. I've got a different setup to where I've got a microphone in my face and um, a screen to kind of read a, a quote unquote, what's called a poop sheet for my notes and everything. But right now, no, man. I'm embracing what the technology does. I have the phone in my hand, earbuds in, connected with Bluetooth. God only knows what that's doing to the gray matter in between. But we'll find out in time, won't we? But, or we won't. But the main thing is, is 
for my own personal journey and where we are today and what this podcast means is that I learned the words used for the old definitions, and that's been very liberating. And I'm hoping that planting this seed in your head will help you if you have a sticking point that's been kind of getting to you. Because looking at the, <laughs> that's another thing that's cool, using the Anchor platform, it also gives me analytics. And I know that the majority of my audience, uh, 75%, are actually males, 25-54. And I love you guys. I'm glad you're here. And I thank you very much. But boy, i got to boost up those female numbers. Because <laughs> you ladies out there, you guys still hold all the strings. I don't care what the particular movement of the day is and all that. That's still the reality of things. So hopefully the uh, the ladies in the audience will go, oh, yeah, you're not wrong, Jim. And also my, my lady friends. And there you go. But anyway, this has been a journey that's come to this moment. After lots of things over the past few weeks I've been working on and trying to create things that added value for people. Now, on an individual level, I, you and I can talk and hopefully I can you know, inspire you to try something new or to take something older and repurpose it. All that, and I was doing that to myself too, is where I am now. Because after all these other things that came to this point, I've gotten a, a product, if you will, a product. That's nice because I love doing what I do and did for years and decades, creating content for businesses. And the past two years, however, took away a lot of those opportunities. And right now, they're not the same. It's like it's just not. So you get to adapt, right? I didn't know how to do it. One of the things that I loved doing was when I got the opportunity to, to video the live shows up in Branson, Missouri. Worked with a lot of very talented folks. Did some special event stuff, so some live streams. And it was really cool to pull those things together and working with a serious micro-budget. But nowadays, the way things have turned, the way the economy is right now, it's terrible. There's no other way about it. I mean, <clears throat> firm believer in the power of positive thinking and all of that. But the reality at the moment is everybody is really hand to mouth right now. And it's not going to go away. So therein lies a problem. So what's the solution? Well, I love doing what I do. And over the years and decades, I've done it pretty well for a lot of people. And I wanted to do it again because I can't get away from it. I love to create, especially for other people. I love seeing the look on people's eyes when we start a conversation where they're telling me what they want to do with, say, a television campaign. Okay. And they tell me what they want to see. And then, thankfully, and I'm very grateful that I've had the ability to take those words and then turn them into what they wanted to see. And doing it in a manner that is, uh, I, I didn't believe in any kind of limitations. It's sort of like a, it's like a combination for you folks who are like film, filmophiles. Lloyd Kaufman, who made movies like The Toxic Avenger, and Robert Rodriguez, who's definitely well known today for movies like Spy Kids and the uh, Mariachi Trilogy and all kinds of other stuff that he's done now. But when you have nothing to work with, but refuse to allow that to be a block, that was my absolute approach to everything that I've created for anyone. Whatever they dreamed of, I would figure out a way to build it. Now, could I give them that full on 
<laughs> you know, multi-thousand dollar production value on things? No. But I would take what I had and give them the absolute closest I could get to it. And I have no regrets. You can actually go at jimstorybox.com. There's a link to the, it's a story of a story is what the series is called. And even in that was a step to where we are now. The story of a story looks back at a commercial I had done back in 2017 for the local McDonald's here that they were using for their sponsorship of the local college's um, free movie, summer movie series. And this particular one was the Lego Batman movie. And so we had a little bit more freedom with that one to kind of really run. And I got the opportunity to do Batman's voice and animate a Lego figure. And it was fun. And it was great. And so in that story of a story and telling the story of how that came about, I did two things there that I really think, I really hope you'll take away, well, what you'll take away from it when you go look. Um, I tell you that part of it in a little bit more. And also share how I did it. And with that, I took an old commercial that even the people who own that McDonald's no longer own that McDonald's. That opportunity is no longer there. But that old commercial has new life as far as engaging content. And it serves a new purpose. A lot of purposes, actually. One being is, again, folks who are in the process of learning how to do video or want to do video, it's another little thing about sparking imagination and their own creativity. Take some of those ideas and try that. But then also for the folks who locally went to that movie presentation, what are their memories of that night? What do they remember? That's engagement. And not only is engagement, but you also are reaching into the endearing aspect of the event, of the movie, of the sponsor. That was a lot of fun. And people get to relive that and bring that memory up. Unless they had a bad time. Well, then you know what happens. But what are you going to do? But the, but the thing is, though, in telling that story of a story, from a business perspective, it gave me a reason to crack the mic open and to share something that has worth today. So that commercial that was paid for all those years ago for very little money, which didn't matter to me then because I just wanted to do it. And it doesn't matter to me now because I'm growing something now that I know has so much more worth than a simple paycheck. Because I want to, and this is where we're going into the mission of where I am and what I've created, that I'm sharing and offering services to everybody. Because again, I'm not trapped to just my local market. And I realize that. But I want to encourage people at times such as this, business owners, organizations, the ones who have worked very hard to have that business or organization. And be able to continue to work on their because you got to advertise. That's the catch twenty two of life and business. Advertising in times such as this is the first thing that gets cut from business budgets, and that's unfortunate, but understandable. It's like, and that's one of the things over all these years that I've seen that is so. 
Because again, we've had tough economic times in my time on the planet. I've seen it. And I've seen how it impacts business. The problem for businesses is they've got to advertise so people still know they're there. I don't hey, listen to the business owners who say, well, I got great word of mouth and I've used social media. Sure, you do. But if people are not interacting with you and engaging with you, you will fade away or you will definitely see a significant drop. However, I also understand the plight of finding it in the budget for something that you don't know is going to return. So am I saying not to advertise on radio and television and online? Absolutely not. But I am saying you have control thanks to the Internet and social media that you can still push forward with content without having to break the bank. So with that said, where I am now and where I'm reaching out to folks who are going to be listening to this podcast for the very first time because of the outreaches that I'm doing. I, I really am doing this for my love of what I do, but also in equally because I love seeing people succeed. And I know that we can all get forced for the trees in what we do and lose sight of that because of the worst thing in the world to lose sight of things over. And that's money. I love money. Everybody loves money. You don't love money. You're lying to yourself. Money is what makes this world work. And you've got to have it. Just a fact. You have to have it. If you hate money and you loathe money because that's the spoils of the evil rich, you're wrong. Because I know you like having food in your refrigerator, gas in your car, lights on in your house, in a house or an apartment or wherever you happen to reside. And that all takes money. And I want to do my part to help those business owners and those organizations who do great things in communities be able to continue moving forward with what they do. And that's awesome to me, to be able to be a part of those things, because that was one of the things that I enjoyed the most is seeing that return on investments for people. And again, I wasn't the sales guy. I was, I was, the, I was the programmer, the producer, the writer, the director. But I love the satisfaction of people getting their money for. And if I, they didn't feel they got their money's worth, well, I figure out some way to go a little bit further for them, whatever it took. So now with all that said, I thank you. And we're not done. No, 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 no. I'm going to take a quick break because I also like getting paid for this podcast. And one way I do that is through plugging in the Anchor commercial that's old now and I need to record a new one, but the message is still the same. So I'm going to take a quick break, play that spot, and then come back with um, some straight up examples to help business owners and organizations maximize what they're already spending, okay? If that entertains you or you know someone in business, you, I'm telling you, these are some simple ideas that they can help them in their advertising, marketing, and promotion outreaches, okay? Cool. See you in 30 seconds-ish. to the show. Hey, I'm Jim, and I thank you very much for sticking around through that commercial, and I do hope you'll consider Anchor as a podcasting platform for you, because it's done me very well, and that's why I can easily recommend it. Now, getting back into part two of the show and talking about the business that I've created for myself that I'm very excited about. In a nutshell, I don't have an official name yet. I haven't got there. I'm just calling it Enhanced Advertising. Keep it simple. That's the thing. It's like when you're doing a television show. Keep it simple as far as the title goes. Why? Because that's how people are going to, they're going to, whatever it's, the best adjective to describe it is the only name you need. And that's a case in point. Locally, there's uh, weekly court arraignment proceedings 
that were televised every Friday. Well, every Friday a couple times. And what was it called? In court. Done. Boom. The other television station in town had a similar one for a different county. What do they call it? The court show. Done. You knew what it was because people say, hey, did you see that on the court show? Just that simple. <laughs> anyway, um, keep it simple. That's number one. But, okay, now what I want to get into in the second part of the show is I want to share with you what I will be, or what I am, excuse me, what I am offering to people. And that is an inspiration and encouragement for reusing and recycling previous things you've done. Because you've already spent the money on those previous advertising campaigns and marketing campaigns and promotions. So in today's day and age, again, money's tight, doing new things. You, it's hard to allocate the money. Let's be real. It just it is. But you have to advertise and you have to get content out online and you have to stay engaged with your 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 potential customers and of course your existing base. So what do we do there? What we do is first off, I want you to think about this question. I mentioned this in the first part of the show, but it is one of the things that is the most important in my opinion. See when it comes to especially now with online and social media marketing that i see everyone there's the big push is always in the technical side of things and the data side of things which are very important yes you want to make sure that your seo is written properly so you stand out in the search engines and you want to make sure that you have regular consistent content there's nothing there's absolute fact there you've got to have regular content but thinking about that the goal is what engagement and that's true but what makes something worth engaging in to that i say it's another word that starts with e it's called endearment what about what you do product good or service that you offer people makes it and more importantly you endearing for me, when I think about that, and in the self-assessment of things, what made me endearing was that I made it a point to take every client's campaign personally because I do care. I don't work with people. I don't believe in their products. Never have. And then in the instance when I was working for a company and they had a client that I had to do something for, I would do everything in my personal willpower to respectfully and professionally approach their product or their business. Unless it was too bad, then I'd shoot it down. Get somebody else, man. I'm not your one. So that was the thing that I think made me the most endearing to people. I'd be there, and I would be all in when I was. And I wasn't kidding. It wasn't shallow. It wasn't... Just lip service. I can't stand that. Can't. That's why, actually, when it comes to the particular product that I'm offering now, that I'm targeting specifically to you accredited BBB businesses. If you're accredited by the Better Business Bureau, you understand the mechanics of all that and how that works. I don't need to go into that. I'm not selling you that. But there are services that I see so many of those businesses not using. They're, they pay for it. They're entitled to it. But it's a self-serve thing. And I also understand through hundreds of conversations that the average business owner doesn't have time to mess with it. And that applies to their advertising and their marketing and their promotions because they're in a different business. They are in the business of XYZ gadgets, not advertising, marketing, and promotion. 
That's why advertising, marketing, and promotion is a business. So that's why I'm doing that particular thing. Okay. And that's why I know, and I have absolute confidence, not one iota of doubt in my mind right now, but this is going to be the most successful thing I've ever, ever embarked on. Because it's real, it's genuine, it's beneficial, and it adds value to those clients that come on board with me now. Because I'm going to give them my all. And I'm going to do that by helping them pull out all the best all they've gotten in. That's what I want. I want to be standing in front of a whole simple convention center. 50 people in the room. Or how about an arena? 50,000 people standing done that, had the opportunity back in the radio days to introduce concerts and MC and things like that. And that's a cool feeling. You've never done it. And I love it. Love being up there. Give me a microphone in the crowd and I'm happy to on the planet. But endearing. What makes what you do endearing? And focus on that because that's what you want. That's how you build relationships. Be endearing. Not just affordability. Not just availability. Not just location. What makes you endearing? Put that at the top of your mind the next time you're looking to do an advertising, marketing, or promotion campaign. What makes you endearing? Think about that. Uh, second point, uh, again, one of the biggest things about what I'm offering now, it is about reusing and recycling previous campaigns that you've done that will allow for engagement and reminding of the endearing qualities of what you do and bringing memories back for folks. And that's really what your advertising did in the first place. It set a moment in time. Think about how many times you've caught yourself getting swept up into some form of nostalgia. Oh, wait, that's everything that's out there. now. Everything is, uh, I say everything, but I mean, really, just about everything is like nostalgia based. More so than new and fresh. However, there is some new and fresh applied to some of the nostalgia that's out there. Like on Netflix, the show Stranger Things. I tried watching it, didn't get into it, understood what the appeal was for folks when it comes to all the 80s throwback and references and this, that, and the other. That's great. But you know what? I'm over it, man. It's like all the superhero movies. I love comics and toys and the superheroes. I love that stuff. But I'm burnt out with it because they drove it into the ground. Not that any of this stuff is bad. I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm bored with it. That's me personally. I'm bored with it. However, thinking about Back when I was first introduced to, say, Superman when I was a little kid and what all Superman meant to me. Yeah, that's great. And so seeing those like old commercials for movie trailers or presentations on television whenever they go from the movie theater and about two years later they show up on ABC, NBC or CBS as a movie night of the week thing. That is what you can do with your old commercials. If you purchased a television campaign, take it back. If you got a copy of it, maybe the television station has a copy, but most likely you, you, you have access to someone. Hopefully. Hope so. Because again, those are moments in time. Share the story of why that commercial existed. Because it's more than, well, we got this big load of, uh, we had uh, this big load of oranges that came in. And they had some great oranges. And we got a good deal on them, so we passed them on to people. We want to make sure so we did a specific television commercial talking about these oranges. Well, that's a nice story, but what more? Go a little deeper. Talk about the day the oranges came in and you wound up with 75 pallets of oranges that you had to get out of there quick. What was that like? Unloading that truck. Stocking those shelves. Bagging those oranges up for folks to take home. What did they do with them when they got them home? 
You see where I'm going there? Tell those stories. People love stories. I love stories. You love stories. We all interact thanks to a thing called storytelling. So think about that. And you could take that and you could just blog about that moment and have a link to that video. But if you don't have it, you can still blog about it. You can still talk about it. You can make a post about it on your social media and ask your fan base there, your customers, your people that are your friends on Facebook. What do they remember about that time? Get that engagement. And you can apply that to any other campaign you've ever done, be it radio or print or social media. Remember when we did this? That didn't cost you a dime. Not one dime to do that. But Jim, you're talking about just giving away that. So how are people going to pay you for it? I thought you was going to business. I am going to business. And I will help you when you need the help. I'll teach you how to do it. I'll write it for you. It'll cost you a little bit, but it'll be worth it. Because more importantly, as I'm doing it for you, I'm going to be teaching you how. It's almost like I'm going in a perpetual circle to put myself out of business. But that happens too. <laughs> going back to the first part of the show where I was talking about the commercial for the movie night. Another thing about that story of a story video is it gave me the opportunity to try out the software that I got that you type the text and you, everybody's seen this text to speech type thing. Well, this one's really good. And it's like in some of them, the voice samples I've got in there that came with it, uh, sounds very real. And I'm like, whoa, wow, huh? That's easy voiceover work right there for some. Happy writer. Hmm. And it's fun to kind of play with it. Plus, it's kind of nice to where you can type in the words if it's not quite right. Well, then just change that. A lot easier than having to record and re-record and re-record myself. So, use the technology. So, there's a thought there. Now, here's an easy promotion. Now, this one I'm targeting. This is now promotion. Okay. Different than advertising and marketing is a promotion is where you are reaching out to get real engagement with people. You want them to take about a particular thing that you're doing. Well, why not let your advertising itself become a promotion? Get people to play along with you. Specific example, hit me today when I was out and about. Billboards. Billboards are good advertising. I won't say great, but they're good. Uh, you're right there. Your message is up on the screen. Uh, and I do mean screen because you've got the digital stuff and people got to watch for it and wait for the rotation. It's <laughs> still weird to me. But your billboards. You got a billboard. Why not this? Easy, quick promotion won't cost you a dime. Use it on all your social accounts today. Put it out there. First off, find a prize. What's the prize? People love to win. You know you do. You love to win. Doesn't matter what it is either. It could be something as grandiose as a thousand dollar grand prize or a five hundred dollar shopping spree or a piece of bubble gum. There's a story about that, and that's true. People just love to win. Okay. Come up with your prize. You got your prize. Now then, you got your billboard. Go on your social and ask people to play along by go taking a selfie with your billboard, posting it to theirs, linking you to it, tagging you in it, and they're entered to win whatever that thing is. Looky there. You just added value to that billboard campaign. That simple, that easy. You got engagement on social media, and people are having fun. Because you give the opportunity to do the selfie, you'll get more than duck lips. You'll get people doing some of the craziest stuff, or hopefully, actually encourage it. As people tag you in those selfie posts with your billboard, give them an attaboy and say, boy, that's pretty cool. Wouldn't it be neat if somebody did this? Keep going with it. Let it grow. Let it run. Have fun. 
So there's a quick, simple tip right there. That'd be the consulting services that I'll be providing, folks. That you are more than welcome to contact me by way of messaging through the podcast or go to jimstoybox.com. And then also the enhancedadvertising.wordpress.com site, where I'm going to be keeping the majority of all of the campaign, the pre-designed campaign for, uh, that I've, services I'm offering. So anyway, did you learn something? I hope so, because I know I did. And I continue to do so every single day. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing with the power of your imagination, launching into your creativity, taking action on it, and making some serious magic. Because you can. And even though times may be dark, we ain't done yet, kids. We are so not done yet. So, till next time, do me a favor. Like, comment, share this podcast. Reach out to me. Say hi. I'll get back to you as quick as I can. Because, man, I'm launching this thing. I'm going to be a busy man. Till next time, have a great one, everybody. You might think I'm positive, but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left in me still. Might be a little fatter, but that doesn't really matter. For after all, most folks are just like me. I may have lost my hair, not that I really care. That's what I feel inside that's really me. You might think I'm positive, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm positive, but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left in me still. You will never hear me sing the blues For after all, what do I have to lose?